listening to Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 197. Okay, the Lord's here with the one, the only, the looking mighty fine in those blue jeans, John Brownstone. Thank you, baby girl. Too bad the podcast listeners can't see that. <laughs> oh, well, they'll just have Oops. to use their imagination. Am I teasing again? I'm probably teasing again. <laughs> it's what I do. <laughs> this week, we're talking about setting goals in your DS relationship and kink life because we're big old nerds that way. <laughs> we are goal setters from way back. Oh, yeah. Let the goals roll. Yes, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Loving BDSM Podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at LovingBDSM, on FetLife at LovingBDSMPC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, LovingDS and the number one, LovingDS1, or on YouTube at YouTube.com slash LovingBDSM, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. As always, a big thank you to our kinky patrons on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We see you. We love you. We thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. you. Uh, If you would like to be part of our undying love and get more access to us, you can become a patron (laughs) for as little as a dollar a month. Just go to patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. That's patreon.com slash Kayla Lords. No, you cannot search for us on Patreon. They hide all the adult people. So you have to go directly to patreon.com slash Kayla Lords or Use the link in the show notes. Okay, so before we get into the episode, I got two announcements. The first one mm-hmm. is that this week's episode is sponsored by BDSMcontracts.org. Oh yeah, this is really cool. This is super duper cool. This is not gonna be a fit for everybody and that is okay, but if you are a person who wants to have a more formal negotiation and contract in your DS relationship, whatever flavor Mm. your DS relationship may be, bdsmcontracts.org has the templates and or, this is really cool, we're about to get our hands on one in the next few days, an actual keepsake book where you can formulate your contract. The, um, they're all customizable. They're designed to be as flexible as possible. So you can be any type of dynamic. You can be a total beginner who's like just trying to like navigate your mm-hmm. way through it all. Or you can be somebody who's like, this is your 10th relationship and you you do contracts and that's how you roll. Doesn't matter. Um, the majority of the templates are completely gender neutral. Um, there is one that is specifically daddy dom, like a DDLG or is it daddy dom baby girl? Either way. We'll go a DDLG. So there, that one does exist, but the majority of the rest of them aren't that specific. Um, so you can make them whatever you want them to be. You can do it as a PDF. So purchase it, download it. PDF or Word, actually. So hmm. you can change them. I'll think of my words eventually. Or you can buy <laughs> a book, hardcover, paperback, as a keepsake. So... That is our sponsor this week. And you want to know what sold me on it? Because I was like, oh, this is cool for people who like this kind of thing. Because we have talked, full disclosure, we have not used a written contract in years and years. Mm -mm. But what sold me on it was right there in the middle of the website. She says, this isn't for everybody and it's not required. (laughs) You don't have to do this. But if this is meaningful to you and important to you, here's help to help you do it. So if you're interested, go to bdsmcontracts.org. If you make a purchase, make sure you use the coupon code 
loving BDSM, all one word, uh, you get 20% off. And that's whether you do a digital download or you actually order a book, 20% off your purchase price. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, the link should be in the description box. If you're listening on podcasts, either remember bdsmcontracts.org or just go to the show notes page <laughs> and it'll be there and you'll get there. And I cannot wait to get my hands on one of these books. Oh, I'm looking forward to seeing it myself. I know. We're having some scent and a future spoiler alert. There will be a giveaway of these when we get them in our hot little hands. So mm. <laughs> not trying to tell you not to buy one now, but I'm just saying we'll be doing a giveaway soon. Okay. So thanks to our sponsor, bdsmcontracts.org. Mm-hmm. Second announcement, try to make it quick. Okay. For our Florida peeps or our peeps who can't get to Florida in the House of Mouse, we will be at the Woodshed in Orlando yes. on December 7th. Uh-huh. Do you know what I just realized? What did you just realize? I was like, December 7th, December 7th, that's an important date. Also, we're supposed to do a Patreon live Q&A that day. Ah. To our patrons, we might be uh, rescheduling yeah. the December live Q&A. <laughs> just, it just occurred to me. Um, the Woodshed is the BDSM dungeon in Orlando. It is really mm-hmm. nice. It is really cool for the, we are going to be there for the, go ahead and say it. I know you like saying the name of what we're doing. Go ahead. Holiday extravaganza. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Y'all, it's a kinky market with kinky folks. And now kinky, well, I think everybody there is probably kinky, but not all the products are kinky. We're going to have a table set up of Chad Brownstone's Weapons of Ass Destruction. Mm-hmm. It's free to attend the market. So if you've never been to a dungeon before and you want to go in like the least intimidating way possible, this might be it. You could just stop by and say hi. You don't have to buy anything. Um, and for our Orlando peeps, we might also be staying later for whatever party or event will be happening that evening. Mm-hmm. That is up in the air, though, because we've had family issues. Yeah. So we'll talk about that in the bonus section. So uh woodshed orlando december 7th from three to seven free to get in because it's just a like a kinky market for shopping for Mm -hmm. your fun stuff correct there there's during the hours of the um show craft show there is no admission fee for for the woodshed if you stay for a party there is if if you stay for the party afterwards there is admission but um, if it's anything like it was last year, lots of great vendors, lots of great stuff. Yep. Um, Master Cecil and Darcy, who who run the woodshed, own the are woodshed, wonderful. Are, are wonderful people. Uh, they're very welcoming and, and great folks to know. A uh, lot, a lot of knowledge. And uh, just a great, great place to be. Just, you know, even just come check it out. Yep. Okay. So... Those are our announcements. And now mm-hmm. we're going to get into our geeky, nerdy topic. Yeah. And what's funny is if anybody who's listening or watching follows me as the Smut Lancer, um, you will hear me talk about this topic in a different context <laughs> very soon because <laughs> I have an episode coming up where we're talking about goal setting there too. Um, so I think I want to state from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think I said this before, but I'll say it again. From the get-go. You do not have to be a goal-oriented person. I mean, it shocks me when I come across people who I find fairly driven and ambitious, and they go, I don't really have goals. And I'm always like, what? But it's okay. I mean, it's mm-hmm. that's not a judgment on me going, what do you mean you don't have goals? I mean, it's weird to me because I am a very goal-driven human being. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, I married a very goal-driven human being. 
who is calmer about his goals than I am. <laughs> I know that's shocking, shocking, shocking for hmm. everybody that I would be the one not. How calm could about that be? Um, but it, I think it's okay to just not be somebody who sets goals, goes after, retains them. Um, if you're happy with your life, keep doing what makes you happy. No judgment. But for the rest of us who would go, yeah, I like to set a goal or I'd like to set a goal and achieve a goal. That'd be great. That's what we're talking about this week. Um, and so I think that the second thing I would like to say about that is, uh, yeah, setting and achieving goals absolutely has a place in both DS relationships and your kinky fuckery. So quick example, that's not about relationships because for the person who's like, I'm not in a relationship, what the fuck do I care about goal setting? Uh, have you ever wanted to do a certain tie and bondage that you've never done before? Have you ever wanted to have a specific scene that where you have no skill in it, but you are turned on by it? Have you ever wanted to top or bottom in a specific kink that you know requires skill? Guess what? You've got a goal, my friend. Mm -hmm. And what you do to work towards that goal is what we're talking about. So some people will go to classes, some people practice at home, some people will actively look for a partner, like whatever you're doing to take steps to get to the end result you want, that's achieving a goal. Well, and I, I think something that occurs a lot, and I know in, in my past that that was something that happened with me until I met you, is that it's easy to set goals for work. It's easy to set goals for for school, all right, for, for your career, things like that. But we don't often think about setting goals for relationships. Mm -mm. Or even sex yeah. and your kink. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, and I think part of it's because we don't use the language of goal setting. We talk about what we want to do. We talk mm -hmm. about the future. We talk about our hopes and dreams and aspirations. And I'm filled with hopes and dreams and aspirations. It's exhausting, quite frankly. <laughs> but the moment I start working toward a thing, it's no longer just a dream. <clears throat> Even if it's kind of far-fetched and it's like way out of reach right now. Uh, I've got a few of those I'm working right now. But to me now it's a goal because I'm taking steps to get there. Um, I think that for those of us who are goal-oriented people, there can be a lot of stress over the time it takes, the right step quote, the right steps to take to reach your goal, what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to get there, comparing yourself to other people who maybe have achieved a thing that you want to achieve. Um, and I do also think, and this is a little bit of my woo-woo coming out. I don't have a lot of woo-woo, okay? I don't. I don't. I have a little bit. And a little bit of my woo-woo is that sometimes, no matter how much you want something, if it's not the right time for you to have something, it ain't happening. Mm. Um I don't know if we're going to call it God. I sometimes call it the universe. I don't know what it is, but it just 40 years of life tells me and experience tells me that sometimes just because I want it. And even if I do all the quote right steps, don't mean I'm going to get it because it's not the right thing for me at this point. So there is a, you know, it's not as simple as I'm going to make this to do list of all these things I have to do to go achieve mm -hmm. this goal. I think there's a little bit of, I don't know, kismet. There's a little bit of something, you know, that just <laughs> has to work with you and not against you to get you there. Um, but I do think it's worthy to think about your goals, even if you're not using goal language, if you're just saying, what do we want to do? What do we want to accomplish? Um, an easy example in our relationship is moving. 
I mean, it's a very long goal at this point because we were like, okay, we're going to sell that property, move to one property, rent, then we're going to buy. This is like a two-year process. Really, we've yeah. been talking about it now. This By next year, it will be almost a three-year process. Yeah. But we knew that that was a long-term goal that we right. wanted to achieve together. It's not directly related to our DS, but guess what? Because we're 24-7, everything's mm-hmm. related to our DS. So it's not enough to go, this is a thing we want to accomplish. Then we have to say, how are we going to accomplish it? Then we have to say, okay, what's the division of labor to get this done? What do we do together? What do we do separately and come back together? Who's in charge of what? Guess Mm -hmm. what? Just because he's dominant doesn't mean he's always in charge of all the nitty gritty details. It's about our strengths. True. But let's take a quick step back. Okay. Um, and this was something in, in my younger days I was very, very guilty of. I always believed in setting goals. My biggest downfall in setting goals was that I set one big, huge goal that I wanted to achieve and fell flat on my face mm. because it was so big and so far out, couldn't do it. So... It, it took me a while to kind of restructure, and just like you were talking about with our with our three year, our three year goal of, of achieving the the move in the in the house and all that. Yes, it it was a a long term set out goal, but what made it easier to achieve rather than saying, oh, in three years we we want to do this, was we took and looked at the long term goal that we wanted to achieve, which was moving to a new city, buying a new home. And then we broke it down into smaller steps, smaller goals. Each goal, each step brought closer to the big goal. Right. They, it's a little bit of reverse engineering. So you come together as a couple or you're looking at your your personal self of what you want to accomplish Mm -hmm. in a kink or DS sense, right? There's nothing wrong with single submissives and dominance switches setting their own personal goals for their own personal growth outside of kinky fuckery. Like what kind of submissive do I want to be? Maybe 2020 is year I find out, right? Like those Mm -hmm. are goals. But what you do is you figure out where you're trying to get to and then you reverse engineer it. You go, okay, that's where I want to be. And I would say sometimes it's a perfectly reasonable thing to set a date for it. And sometimes... It's not, it depends on the goal, right? I think of um, LDR relationships where they're trying to go from being long distance to living together. You're gonna need at least a, an approximate date <laughs> to, yeah. to have something to work towards. But like, I want to improve my, you know, flogging skills in 2020. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's good to have a date, sometimes it's not. There's a whole school of thought on goal setting and some people will tell you very much that you have to have a drop dead date for stuff. As an anxious person, sometimes that just makes me more of a nervous wreck. And if I didn't have that (laughs) deadline I'm working towards, I would be better. So, but you figure out what you're trying to accomplish, potentially when it needs to happen. And then you go, okay, what are the steps we have to take to get there? And when you do that, those steps that you create for yourself Mm -hmm. become smaller goals. And as you accomplish one small goal, check it off your list, or you're moving to the mm-hmm. next one. One, you're seeing that you're making progress. Exactly. And two, you can also see, because you've broken it down into smaller steps, you can adjust. You become a lot more flexible in your goals because you're like, instead of saying, by 2020, we're going to own our own home 
in Central Florida, which is ultimately what we're saying. Right. If that's all we said, then you run around like a chicken with your head cut off trying <laughs> yeah. to figure out how the hell you start with that. <laughs> so we went, that is the thing we want to do. How do we get there? Yeah. First we do this, then we do that, then we do. And this is sort of, this is the like the bare minimum of goal setting. Let me reiterate, because somebody's going to come for me in a comment or a tweet or something. <laughs> yes, I know. You can get really technical with your goals. Um, you can br bust out some spreadsheets. Don't even talk to me. I got about 10 of them for everything. Right. Um, yes, you can assign timetables and you can assign actions and you can go really geeky and nerdy with your mm -hmm. goal setting. And for the people that that works for, that very rarely works for me, by the way, but for the people that that works for, go for it. But in general, th for this conversation, I mostly want to talk about and introduce the idea that you can, and in some cases, I don't like to use the word should, we've talked about that, but it's, please, I strongly urge you to consider setting goals <laughs> for your kink life. Do you have to? No, God no, you don't have to. Um, but is there something you want to achieve? Now, saying that you want to achieve something, I want to caution some of my peeps. Uh, it's fine to be inspired by other people, other couples, things you see on the internet. It's fine to admire what other people do. We go, mm -hmm. when we go, it's rare anymore, but when we go to a club and we see somebody doing something really cool with floggers or whips or rope, we're like, oh, that's Whoa. really cool. It is even okay to want to learn a skill that you were inspired by, by seeing some, what somebody else is doing. Those mm -hmm. things, it's okay. That's okay. It's cool. That's cool. What I would strongly caution against is setting your goal as a DS couple, as a kinky person doing kinky things in the world. I'm not, I don't believe the goal should be, I want to be like them. I mean, we already did the episode on why we think hashtag yeah. relationship goals are not not good the best yeah yeah no we're not a fan of those um so when if if you are at this point you're hearing us talk about this you're like well shit do i have any goals in my ds relationship maybe i need to set some it there please go out and be inspired by your mm -hmm. community what are people doing that you think might be interesting in your life or that might apply to you or that you admire or you're inspired please 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 but when you set your goals the worst thing most of us goal setters tend to do is we compare ourselves and so we're like, oh, well, they learned that flogging skill in six months. I should learn that flogging skill in six months, except that's when you forget that you have no spatial skills, no hand-eye coordination, and you were starting from zero. You mm. might, if you're like me, you're starting from a negative number. Like, I uh -oh. could not swing a flogger at this point if you paid me. Um, it would take me way longer than a few weeks or months to get some real skills. Um, so be very careful when you start thinking about what your goals might be mm -hmm. that you avoid that comparison trap you avoid that oh those other people who have the same goal i do are doing it better than me yeah. that might be true but that doesn't mean that there's a failing on anybody's part if it takes you longer they, they to are not you goal. they are on a different path so let's talk about relationship goals mm -hmm. This kind of could tie into this week's sponsor because if your goal is to aspire to a relationship that is outlined in a contract, that's a goal. 
you're writing down what you want to occur, what your expectations are. Mm -hmm. The rea the reality is, is then you have to make that happen. And that is not an overnight flip a switch process. You have to work towards that. Um, so your I whatever your current ideal DS relationship, that's a goal, right? We're, let's say we're vanilla. We're going to transition from vanilla to DS. We have this picture in our mind that we have talked about. Mm -hmm. We have negotiated. We continue to communicate on about what we think our DS life will look like. That's the goal. Now we need to reverse engineer that. How are we going to get to that goal? Yeah. And that's when it comes down to the things we've talked about before of starting slow, starting with adding mm -hmm. one new task and then getting good at that and seeing how you feel about it and adjusting as needed and then adding another, maybe adding, maybe starting with tasks, if that's what you're going to have in your DS dynamic before mm -hmm. ever getting to consequences for not doing a task. Like for some people, you can introduce both those concepts at the same time and some people that doesn't work. Right. Right? So you take what you're trying to get to, you reverse engineer it and you create steps for yourself. You can make them measurable. You can say, okay, for this month, we're gonna focus on this one thing that makes we think makes us DS, that right. works for us. After that month, you sit down, talk to one another, you assess, you right. go, did you like that? Did you not like that? What worked, what didn't, what needs to change, blah, blah, blah. Are you ready to add something new? Mm -hmm. That is not just the dominant asking the submissive. The dominant gets to answer that question too. That's and then true. you move on to the next thing and you do this step by step. Right. Now, some people will be able to do that faster. Some people gotta do it slower. Um, when you do things like that, when you work towards your goals step by step, you have more room to maneuver and to fix things before they go completely off yeah. the rails. Um, when we went from LDR to living together. Ah, yes, big shift. That was a big shift. Yep. Um, we, that was actually, we did that kind when I say we did that fast, I mean from the day we started planning to the day of implementation, it was relatively fast. It, it was four it, months. It went, it went very fast. The, we did the it time, months. the time when it seemed at, at the time when we set up the timeline it seemed a long way out mm -hmm. and yet once things once the process got started the time just went oh my gosh well it, it just it it flew by it did and that's when it got scary because when you're working towards a goal like in that case we sat down with one another in February and went, we're not going to see each other in April, but we'll be living together in June. Like yeah. that was, that was how that worked for us. We had to go, okay, that's what we're trying to get to. Then we sort of had to huddle together. I remember sitting at a frozen yogurt place in February because we live in Florida. Okay. <laughs> Eating frozen yogurt, crying because I was like, I'm not going to get to see you in April and <laughs> making a list and going, what mm -hmm. do we have to do to make this work? It was putting in my notice at work and me mm -hmm. deciding when that would be, um, putting in notice to my landlord, boxing up all our stuff, renting the U-Haul, telling my family. <laughs> that was definitely a thing I had to check off that list. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was, that was uh, momentous. Um, there was finding a place to live, right. getting the deposit down. Like there mm -hmm. were all these steps. And anybody the electric turned on, right? Well, you know, and all the that thing fun. Is, is, anybody who's ever tried to go from a point A point B change in life knows that sometimes there are part of it will move really, really fast, and then you get to a point and you stall out and you can't move forward until this one thing gets resolved. Ours was the apartment, yeah. finding an apartment, 
And the kids were so young and the schools were mostly decent in that where we were going to live that I like all the stress and strain I had about this move of making sure we lived in a school attendant zone. I was happy Mm -hmm. with, I didn't really feel the first time. That was one thing that didn't have to worry about. But finding an apartment that didn't make you think, Oh my God, I can never take my shoes off in here was very difficult. And that's when panic set in because everything else clicked along perfectly. Mm -hmm. You know, telling the boss that "Mm, I actually gave my former employer two months notice because I literally wore four five job titles in that building. <laughs> they, I don't know. They couldn't understand why I was so excited to leave. Um, so I had, there was a lot of transitioning. So I gave a huge notice. Yeah. Um, and that was exciting. That was a good day to walk into the boss's office to be like, ha ha. Guess what? <laughs> Guess what? Last day, of last, last day of May was my last day. Cause we, yep. we moved in in the first week of June, uh, 2014. Um, and so there was a lot of conversations going on. What are you doing? What am I doing? There were every once in a while there, because of stress and strain and nerves, there were little spats. Yeah, there, there were, were little, little, little bickerings. Where I was like, are you sure that place was as roach infested as you say it was? We really needed a <laughs> And for anybody who's ever done LDR or is currently in LDR, you, you know how difficult it can be. You really do have to rely on the other person who's in the space. You have to rely on their judgment. Um, obviously I had developed a lot of trust with you prior to this, but yeah. that was probably the biggest, um, right. sort of a vote of confidence I had was I was like, he's going to tell me that this is the right apartment or it's not. And, and I'm going to well, go what with What I it. was doing too, when I would go to visit a place, I would take pictures and text you pictures. There were a couple of places I went to see, uh, oh my God, the, uh, actual place was nothing like the pictures. Yeah. online and uh i didn't even bother stop i just kept right on going <laughs> yep so that's the thing about your ds relationship sometimes we have so this is you'd think we would have talked about this earlier because we had this conversation right before we moved here or right after we moved i don't remember but i said oh my gosh we're basically a little over halfway to our next goal because the first goal was Get the condo ready to sell and then sell the condo. Right. Done. The second Mm -hmm. goal, which we were working simultaneously with the selling of the condo, was find a house to rent and get moved. Done. Yeah. So the third part is find a house that we can afford to buy that does not make us go, oh, God, I hate this place, Um, and buy a house. That's the 2020 (laughs) goal. And I think it was after, probably after we moved here, I was like, we are two-thirds of the way to this big life goal of uprooting our family to a completely Mm -hmm. different area and owning a home and putting down some roots and whatever. I said, what are we going to do with ourselves when we're done with this? (laughs) Because it has consumed our lives since 2018. We started talking about this in 2018. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's like, I don't know, think about us. That might be nice. Relax a little. What? what? Yeah, right. I know, I know, I know. So sometimes your goals as a relationship don't have to be that like hardcore, like we're going to make a <laughs> massive change in our life. Like they can be and they will be. Um, and I think if you go back to our episode on teamwork and you approach these things with a view towards teamwork, remember you're in the relationship mm-hmm. together. You want to hopefully get to the same place together. Um, but sometimes it's going to be little stuff and that's what is blowing my mind because now I'm like, okay, what is going to be our next 
goal. That's not business related. We have mm-hmm. business goals. We really do need to discuss that soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is personal. This is what do we want to do. And you said the thing that brought me to tears and made me feel a little, a little bit of guilt. Uh-oh. A little bit of guilt. Mm. I don't even know if you remember it, but basically what you said was, I hope that we can, hopefully you'll, I'll, I'll be reminding you and you'll say it better, more eloquently okay. than I'm going to mm. say it. Uh, but basically that you hope that we will focus more on each other. Yes. Like that we, that our next goal or even our ongoing goals, it is possible to have multiple goals running at the same time. Ask me how I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but that we can start to focus on each other as dominant and submissive. Yes. Because right now, like many people, we spend most of our times being parents or we spend most of our times working and in this Mm -hmm. case being business owners and and achieving those professional goals and it can leave very little room for each other for those quieter uh more intimate moments we we have our rituals and protocols in place we have our our power exchange sure okay it's it's interwoven in our relationship it's interwoven in in the relationship it, it is a part of who we are, but because of everything that we have had going on between work, between personal, our DS has not really grown. It has not evolved. No, it's it, it stagnant. Is, it, it, it has been a status quo. And it, it's not a bad status quo. No. So I would say that if you're in a situation where you can kind of look at your life and go, well, we're in a status quo, and also I don't like the status quo. Mm-hmm. That is something to maybe add to your list of goals to work on. Um, In our case, it's more of a we're happy, but we're not. There's not a lot of growth happening. No. There's not a lot of exploration or excitement anymore. And and part of that, too, is in part of, and we knew this was going to happen because of where we are currently living at the moment. You know, we do not have a split pan house like we did at the condo. No privacy. Um, the, The boys can pretty much hear a sneeze in the bedroom. We've talked about this prior. Yeah, we did a so, whole whining episode. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's that's just like you know, to tomorrow and hopefully Friday we're going to get some uh, stuff in because Thanksgiving break is coming up and they'll be home for a week. Yeah, we, yeah. we just fall back on our very quiet sex at like seven o'clock <laughs> on a Sunday morning because we're pretty sure they won't hear that as long as we're both really really quiet yeah um so yeah i mean there's and that's the thing there's a little bit this is the downside to having a lot of goals going at once if you happen to be this kind of person and i I definitely am (laughs) is that not everything can be a top priority and you have to pick and choose you you have to day to day you have to prioritize what's most important and i can honestly say that Adjusting to the the new everything, get making sure the kids are adjusted, dealing with the kids because they've had more going on than even we're used to. Right. Um, I think we're adjusting fairly well to most of that. We've actually been pretty laid back about yeah. that. I mean, it's it's um, been it's been tougher on them because not only do they have to move to a to a new city, new new place, but um, you know they have to adjust to new schools, new routines. Right. But that's my point is. On any given day, the priority might not be our DS relationship. The priority is on a kid. The priority mm-hmm. is on a business goal. The priority is on a client. The priority is on making some money. The priority is on, oh, let's, you know, what what else is going on? What's going yeah. on with family? 
so when you have a lot of things going and most of us do i mean you don't have to have kids to have a lot of things going on in your life you don't even have to be married to have a lot of things going on in your right. life you any kind of life can have that it can be hard to maintain focus on even the most meaningful goals so technically our goal has since we moved has been to focus more on each other mm -hmm. and some weeks we do really well with that we go get coffee on our Friday night coffee date. We go yeah. to, on a lunch date on a random work day because we can. Why not take advantage of that? We leave the kids at home yeah. on the weekend and we go off and do our own thing and we just spend time with right. one another. Um, we but, even talked about that this morning, this coming weekend. Mm -hmm. We're probably going to leave the kids at home and now that the weather is nice, head out to the uh, flea market yeah, for a little bit. Sweat my ass off so I'll walk around and <laughs> try and find cute stuff for cheap. I'm good with that. <laughs> And that's what I mean a little, when I said earlier, when I was like, some people will tell you all of your goals have to be actionable with a timetable. The goal of being closer to one another, of focusing on each other, that's an ongoing thing. There is no deadline. There is a being more mindful mm -hmm. of, what, of what we are or are not doing and how we are or are not behaving with one another and keeping in mind that what we're trying to accomplish is that we have more of those quiet moments when we are just the two of us. Yeah. Daddy and baby girl, Dom and Sub, John and Kayla, just us with a little bit less of the outside distraction. That's a goal that I can't put a, t a date on that. I can't say by January 1, 2020, we better be closer, damn it. That's just not <laughs> how that works. But that doesn't make it any less a worthy goal. Um, somebody mentioned in the live chat, uh, the live stream chat, that made me think of this too. They're talking about like their anxiety. Back in 2016, when I finally dealt with my mental health, mm -hmm. That, that was a worthy goal because I was a fucking mess. I was a wreck. I was not functioning well at all, okay? I was barely making it through the days. Right. And that was a worthy goal that I needed for myself. Because And I think that it is important that we all as individuals learn the importance of taking care of ourselves for ourselves. But also that was a worthy goal for my family, for my children, for John Brownstone, for my work life. Like that was, that was just a big one, right? That was another one that I could not set a timetable on. I could come up with actionable things. The hardest, mm -hmm. the hardest part about the whole thing. And I say this as somebody who has spent many hours crying on a therapist's couch while also simultaneously mm -hmm. say that I'm not crying and I don't need a Kleenex. Thank you very much. Uh, the hardest part was making the phone call because my social anxiety had got to the point where I was terrified of my own phone. Like, my phone buzzed or rang and I was like in another room hiding. Um, and there I was, I had to make the phone call, which I find wrong somehow. <laughs> <laughs> that the person with severe anxiety, depression, social anxiety, whatever it is that prevents you from using a phone, that you have to somehow still use the phone to get some help. Anyway, that's a rant for another day. Um, and that was a goal that affected every part of my life, but mm -hmm. most definitely my DS life. Um, and it was a goal that I had to work on mostly by myself. But once we had some uh, sort of a path forward and we had kind of a plan of what might help me, mm -hmm. that's when then John Brownstone could come in. So um, getting yourself to the best of the universe's abilities, quote, better, or learning how to navigate 
a chronic condition or adjusting mm-hmm. your life to a current reality. Those are all goals that affect you both personally and also they impact your relationship. And so therefore, while sometimes we have to do the work for ourselves, on ourselves to make ourselves better, if it's something we're striving towards, and to me that's what a goal is, it's something I'm striving towards, it's something Mm -hmm. I want to achieve, right? Achieving stable mental health, totally worthy goal. Something I had to do for myself first, but that didn't mean that I could not then at a certain point go, hey, here's what I need from you, and can we do this together? Yeah. Now, one one of the things that we have have done, because our lives can be so busy, we have managed to maintain a connection. Now, we have a bedtime ritual. Mm-hmm. She she makes the bed, gets the bed ready to go to sleep. She cannot go to bed until she is given permission to go to bed. But then once we are, we are in bed, regardless of how tired we are, we always spend some time touching, cuddling, and, and talking together. Just not, sometimes they're big topics, but... And then one of us gets mad at the other for making sure not, neither of us slept. Right, <laughs> So we went right. too deep, too deep. But that, that we always have that moment to connect as people, as a couple. All right. That that is something that's very important. And it, it doesn't have to be, you know, a huge amount of time. It's just that that few minutes to come together. It's quiet. And, you know, there there's no emails. There's no phone ringing there. There's no one demanding time. It, it's just the, those quiet few moments together to just be. And that's something that we prioritize. Yeah. Um. I sometimes fall in the category of the heartless that says you make time for the things you prioritize. I also sometimes then fall in the category of, oh my God, everything's happening to me all at once. I'm drinking water from a fire hose. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. all the unimportant things feel very important and all the important things have just slid to the side. Mm-hmm. Basically what I'm saying is nothing is black and white. It's all very nuanced. Right. But um, when you have a common goal in your DS relationship, um, and it can be a really big one, it can be a really small one, working towards it, there has to be some level of priority for that in your life in order for you to achieve that goal. Um, I I disagree with the thought that when you are striving towards something, um, it goes back to in the business side of things, the whole hustle and grind culture. You're supposed to constantly be working on it, constantly be thinking about it, constantly be striving for it. Oh, Lord, I get tired just thinking about that. Yeah. Um, There are days when we are closer, when we prioritize connection, not just Mm -hmm. our evening moments, but... Um, throughout the day and finding moments to just kiss or hug or just check in with each other. Mm -hmm. And then there are days where that's not in the cards and we might have our 10 minutes in bed before we roll over to go to sleep. And quite frankly, we're disgustingly cute. So when we go to sleep, he is the big spoon. I'm the little spoon. There's lots of cuddling. And that is how we fall asleep at night. I know it's ridiculously cute. Um, But it's a moment of connection at the end of our day. And sometimes that's only five minutes of our day and that's all we get. And because other things took priority that day. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you start thinking about what you want to achieve in your DS relationship, thinking that you or believing that you have to be hyper-focused on it 
every moment of every day is the most unrealistic thing you're ever, ever. I am a person with more goals than sense. And I can assure you that even in those times in my life, I had one, maybe two goals. No, there was always something else taking priority because that's just what the way life yeah, works. Yeah, sometimes I have to rein you in a little I know, bit. I know. I have, Slow it down, I have baby girl. Dec- I really have one gigantic goal now, and I'm just a lot of little steps to get there. <laughs> um, so I, I don't want to spend a lot of time telling people what I think that, that your mutual goals should be. Is it to reconnect? Is it to finally make the transition from the style of DS you started with to one that fits you better? Is it to increase your communication skills? Is it to pick up your whole family and household and move them across the country? Mm-hmm. Is it to go from long distance to in person? I know, I mean, I won't name them because it's not my business, but I do know the conversation. Um, uh, somebody messaged me and she's submissive and her partner is retiring from a job and is going to be around more often and her entire DS sort of life has been set up around work schedules and travel schedules and a completely different mm. way of life. So now there's going to be a big shift. There's going to be a big shift. Well, to get through that shift to happy outcome, we still love one another and ha- nobody's buried in the backyard kind of achievement. <laughs> that's a goal. Yeah, most people wouldn't call it a goal because it doesn't have an end date. It's a, we're going to transition our relationship. This is going to change one of those life ongoing. Is right. Yeah. That is something that you go, okay, there's going to be a lot of steps. There is no end result or date you're looking for. There is no, oh, when we get to this point, life is good. It's more of a, we have to learn how to interact with one or one another in a different way than we have before mm-hmm. things are changing in our life. That's something that you reverse engineer and you go, okay, what can I plan for? What can I not possibly plan for? What am I going to put into my life that uh, mitigates problems? That might mean more opportunities for um, conversations. Um, It might mean, um, we've talked about this before. We don't really use this, but we know other DS couples who do where things get really heated and somebody will throw out basically a safe word where the Mm -hmm. power exchange cuts off and you are two people going at it and it's not about being submissive and you know, the yes sirs and yes ma'ams of life. It's like, we got to work on this. Right. And maybe that's something that they, that you do in a transition like that, Mm -hmm. but it's another, um, way another thing that you're trying to do as a in a relationship that Mm -hmm. is a shift or a change and so your goals can be as big or as little as you want them to be um they can be focused on kinks um we have had very our big kink goal i would say for this year or at least post move was let's try new things yes and we have Mm -hmm. um we've tried wax play wax play um, I think we are both still really uncomfortable with our house set up because we <laughs> tried it for several days and then just didn't go back to it. Um, we are doing a little bit more with electrical Electric play. play. Mm-hmm. We have a violet wand that we will be testing very soon. Yes. Lights is good. Um, I say testing, like or we're going to reviewing, testing. It's not a new invention. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> you can sound we, like I'm a mad scientist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's somebody's kink out there. You know that. Um, we've done a little bit more with bondage. With rope. We tried yeah. whips. Mm-hmm. We learned how Kayla feels about whips. But you love those marks. I did like those marks. So 
we've talked a lot about DS relationship and goal setting, and that involves two, sometimes more people, depends on what your particular life mm -hmm. looks like. Um, and the more people that you add into the mix, the more complicated it gets, the more you need space for a lot of communication. Yeah. Um, the more, if this fits your personality, I highly recommend writing shit down, <laughs> using organizational tools yeah. and apps and notebooks and whatever you gotta do to keep mm -hmm. it all straight. Um, we have made lists of the goals we wanna achieve and the, and the steps and the things we yeah. need to do. I'm a huge list maker. It's what keeps me organized just in general. Um, but that applies to your DS relationship too. Y'all don't think that's just a work thing or that's just a, you know, family administration. I gotta like buy groceries thing. Like you can, <laughs> you can bring those skills into relationship things too. But then there's kink goals and those can be solitary. Those can be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. There is not a fucking thing wrong for, with a single dominant sub, top, bottom, I don't care, going to local events, going to workshops, going to munches right. and work. And your goal being that you are going to improve a skill. You're going to learn more about your view of the kink world. Maybe you're a single submissive and you're like, I want to know what this means to me. Now, some people would say it is hard to know that without a dominant to sort of offer some interplay and to, to interact with. But I would say that that's only a part of the lesson you're missing. There's a whole hell of a lot more you can learn about yourself as a submissive yeah. on your own. Same with dominance. You know, we talk about it in terms of DS relationship, but you can take the DS, the slash out and stick to mm -hmm. whoever you feel you are and whatever you want to know more about. That can be your goal going forward is you're going to get more in touch with what that means to you and how you feel about things and your philosophy on what it means to be a dominant or a submissive or a top or a bottom. And then of course, there's the actual acts of kink, ifakari. You can go learn those on your own or with a partner. It doesn't matter. How many times have you gone to a rope workshop and you've had to do a self tie? Cause yeah. I don't usually go to those, mm -hmm. you know? So that is also a worthy goal to have. And that I don't like, to, again, I don't like to have end dates for that, but the goal, the first goal could be, I'm going, there is a rope workshop. Let's say it's rope in the end of January, 2020. That's a goal with a time frame. I'm going to go to that class. That's my goal. Mm -hmm. My goal is not to be the world's greatest rope tire or rope bunny or whatever. By the end of that first class, my goal is to go to that class. My goal is to get the information. My goal is to figure out, is this even what I want to do? Those are time-oriented goals that are set by somebody else's calendar, which sometimes can be easier. It means you've, it's a binary choice. You're going or you're not sure. going. You know, this is something you want to do. This is something you're not sure of. Now, are there a lot of factors that will keep you from making a choice that you really want to make? Of course, anxiety, depression, money, family issues, work issues. Like there's a lot that'll go into whether you could say yes or no. Um, so I'm going to ask everybody to practice some self-forgiveness if life gets in your way <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to that January class. And then, no, you can't go to that. January life class. happens. So then you, yes. what you do is you go, okay, is this something I still want to do? Do a little self check-in. Yes. This is something I still want to do. Okay. When's the next available one? Is there one in another area that I'm willing to go to? Is there something I can do online? Is there a book I can read? Is there a video I can watch? Like what mm. can I do if this thing that I had in mind to get me towards my goal is not an option right now. Um, I think some people do get kind of defeatist in their thinking. They ha they they go, this is the path I'm gonna take to reach a goal. And then they're not 
comfortable with having to deviate. I've been there. I have, I have been there. I will get it in my head of exactly what steps I'm positive I need to take to reach a goal because the internet told me those were the steps to take, damn it. And something will happen and I can't do it. And I go, oh, the whole thing's fucked. That's how I used to be. <laughs> I'm more flexible now. I go, okay, okay. How do I get the same result through a different path? Right. And there's always, always multiple paths to the same goal. What's that all saying? All roads lead to Rome? Yeah, I want to yeah. go to Rome. Oh. I want to go to Kinky Town. Okay. okay. All right. All roads lead to Kinky Town. <laughs> Doesn't matter the path you take, it all comes out the same. Right. And I think that's the other thing. We started with this, and I'm going to end with this, and I think I'm getting myself warmed up for the other goal-setting conversation I'm going to have with a different, uh, in a different uh, setting. Oh, ah, yes. Oh, ah, yeah. <laughs> um, that is the thing to remember. Um, just because you have a similar goal to somebody else, your personal path to get to that goal, if you get to that goal is unique. There is no yeah. single right path. Um, and it is okay to change your mind on your goal. Right. Change your mind and, and be flexible about how you achieve it. Or whether you achieve it at all. There yeah. have been things I thought I wanted to do. Um, whips, wax play, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. We were like hot for it. We we're like, yeah, no pun intended. We we're like, yeah, let's go. And then we did the thing and we went, our old standbys like experience the thing enough to go how do i feel about it i didn't close the door on it it didn't become a hard limit it was just a yeah i'm not as excited about this as i thought i was that's okay that's part of the learning process mm -hmm. and that's when you can reassess your goals too. Gen jennifer made a good point about uh s types attending classes to learn how to do flogging and, and different things oh sure and and that is absolutely important because yes this is something i did with her in the very beginning i showed her this is how a, a flogger should be handled this is how this should be done and she was like why are you telling me this like because even if we don't end up together i want you to know if someone is going to do this the right way or the wrong way, so you don't get hurt. And that's true. We're talking. If one of your goals is to learn more about a kinky thing, to to like explore a kinky mm -hmm. fuckery, uh, if you are single, and even if you're not, if you're in a relationship of some sort, it, there's unless an event states, you know, doms only, subs only. That happens sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, that's not a club. You can't go in just because you're the bottom in the situation. It's recommended there is an old school of thought that i think was part of old guard somebody who knows better can correct me but there and i think there continues to be a school of thought out there that you can't be a dominant until you submit first i don't i don't that, believe that for myself that is old guard but i do um, acknowledge that there are people out there who in believe it. in old guard in order to become a, a a dominant you start out at the very bottom as a a sub slave and and you work yourself up. And while I personally would not, that's not, not, not that's thing. not the path I'm going to take. Yeah, there's a principle there that I think does make sense because if you know, if you know the other side of what you're trying to do, it makes you better. Makes you better on the other side. So right. what what I mean is, if you want to be flogged, I don't think you have to go and get all the flogger skills. Like I don't I don't think you have to go learn how to flog somebody in order to be flogged. 
You can if you want to. But I do think there's some benefit to understanding what the top is supposed to be doing. Right. Because like John Brownstone said, if you know what's supposed to happen, then you know when somebody's not doing what they're supposed to do. You have right. a better uh, idea of what's risky, what's not risky, what's okay, what's not okay, because you've educated yourself mm -hmm. first. So um, if you are going out into the world and one of your goals is to learn about a kink, an, an activity, a fetish, a thing that you're gonna physically be doing, do not think that you are regulated just to the information available for where you are on the slash. If you are a bottom or a sub, you get to know what a top and a dom knows too, okay? It's not off limits to you. And it right. is perfectly acceptable for your education on yourself and your the the achieving your goal portion, like that, because that's where we're, that's what this whole topic's about. If, if learning both sides of the equation in that activity, if you learn part of that, and that's okay. Yep. You don't have to be proficient at it. You don't even have to physically do it, but you, I, I think there is value to learning the principles to sure. that. But so while I would not say that it is a requirement that if you wanna be a dominant, you have to submit first, I can see the principle behind yeah. it. I can see, I can, I wouldn't do it, <laughs> I can understand <laughs> it. Um, and for some people that was, that their goal was to sort of, uh, what's the word I want? Um, go up right. through the hierarchy. Through um, the ranks. Through the ranks. Yes. And start at the bottom and you work your way up. Mm -hmm. um, and that is, for some people, that is a goal. There are still people out there who live those kinds of dynamics. It's true. Just because it doesn't in any way, shape, or form work for me or my mm -hmm. life does not mean that they're not valid. And that and that would be a goal. Truly, that would be a goal. Well, like, I, I believe, and I, I, I don't know for a fact, but I believe it's the same way with the leather community. As, oh, as leather you, community has as, a, as a you, hierarchy as, as well, earn, for sure. As you earn your, your leathers, you, yes. you earn your boots, you earn your vest, you earn a hat. You yeah. earn your cap, yeah. yeah. And I know nothing about that. Don't don't ask, question, ask me questions, I don't have a clue. But I have met people and been around people who have gone through that process or been part of that process. And the amount of respect, the people who have earned some amount of their leathers, is, mm -hmm. and the, the expression is earning their leathers, right? I'm yes. using that correctly, okay. Um, the respect that others in the within that community have for them is immense. Oh yeah. And the people that I have personally met who have especially earned like all the way up to their, like, their cap, um, they are worthy of that amount of respect. Yes. They did the hard work. Mm -hmm. And some of them will even say, I wasn't actively trying to earn leathers. I wasn't, you know, hmm. I was just trying to improve myself and be part right. of the community. Um, if anybody is interested in that, we are not a resource for that, but I would certainly uh, reach out to your local community. If you, there's, go on mm -hmm. FET, look to see who near you or even not the leather community to learn more about that. That's a worthy goal too. There's a yeah. lot of skill and knowledge and time and energy that goes into um, sort of being seen as that person who Excuse is me. worthy of wearing these specific leathers and being, um, I don't want to say given those leathers, but basically earn them. Earn them. Um, and that's a worthy goal too. And that's mm -hmm. about, you know, improving yourself more than anything else. So there, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. And, you know, I totally could, I can understand the argument somebody would make of who would go, dude, DS is supposed to be fucking fun and fulfilling. I don't want it to feel like work. I don't want to be setting 
fucking goals and worrying about spreadsheets. Like, I, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of don't disagree with you. Yeah. I think some of it does come down to your personality um, about how you feel about goals in general. Um, I'm a goal-oriented person. I always want to know what we're doing next. Now, there are times I can get really quiet and really low-key, and I kind of just want to exist for a while. But it doesn't last long for me. I think I can go a couple of months and then I'm like itchy for what are we trying to achieve? What are we trying to do in life? But I think that you can still apply the principles of achieving goals, setting goals in a relationship or in your kinky factory without using the language and without it being very formal. You know, what do we what do we want to know how to do together? Like, what do we want our relationship to look like? What kind of dynamic do we want? What changes do we want to make? Those are goals. You're just not using the language of goals. True. You're deciding you want to do something together. So I'll call it goals. You call it whatever you want to call it. But just now I'm over here going, look at you over there setting a goal. Um, Aspirations, (laughs) resolutions, whatever. Oh, I don't do resolutions. No, neither do I. No, I do goals. I do goals. And there will be 2020 goals coming. Um, So... I feel like I went on a very frenetic journey yeah. with this. I, I have not had that much caffeine, so I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> um, I would love to hear from others. If you're watching the video, uh, either during the live stream or later, feel free to comment about your own views on goals or any DS or kinky fuckery goals you may have. Uh, podcast listeners, you are please always reach yeah. out on social media or um, the show notes page has a comment section or wherever, like feel, feel free to, to chat with us about these things. Um, I can tell a lot of people are just busier because, or we've become more boring. I don't know which, yeah. because Twitter is very quiet these days. Um, although, uh, China doll did mention that she was not at all shocked. I went on a rant about <laughs> independent submissives last week. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so I think that's it. I will mm-hmm. let, because I know a few patrons, um, a lot of patrons, all of our patrons, I think, listen to these uh, episodes. The 2020 Loving BDSM goals will first be announced in Patreon. I don't know if it'll be a December or January announcement, but that's where they will be announced once we figure them the fuck out. Um, so yeah. before we get into the bonus section, and we will have one of those, uh I want to do my Patreon shout yeah. out to CDC, CernHer78, Chris, MB. MB. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you to all of our patrons. And thank you to our non-patrons you, who everyone. come and show up and listen and click like and share and do all those fun, magical things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah. So now it's time for bonus section. Are we good? I don't know, but I talk so much I have a sore throat. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you need to drink more coffee. Okay. All right. <laughs> Keep, Keep it kinky, kinky y'all. y'all. And we'll see you next week. Can I talk to the crickets? Daddy. Yes, baby girl. Can I talk to the crickets? Please and thank you. You'd like to talk to crickets? Please, Daddy. Would you? Yeah. Yeah? Uh-huh. Really? Uh-huh. Really? Uh-huh. I think the crickets would like me to talk to them too. Go ahead, baby okay. girl. And I almost, but I waited because ooh, I knew I'd be pushing. I was almost like, I didn't even interrupt you that much during this episode. <laughs> That should be my reward. Talking to the cricket should be my reward. Um, I do think I want to say that uh, I want to go all in on crickets and our proud crickets. um, Because I still have people who, um, for me, I am just meeting them by email or direct message or whatever. 
and they just found us like a month ago and they're like, I'm a brown cricket. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't even, I don't even say crickets as often as I used to. So like, I feel like we need to go all in on that. Um, we will talk about this more uh, in the next few weeks. But I do want to say, one, we will be recording the week of Thanksgiving. Yes. Um, we decided we would do that. And two, we are going to we are gonna take two weeks off over the holidays, Christmas week and New Year's week. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be two weeks off, but I, other people are going to be busy too. And if anybody is trying to catch up on old episodes, might give you time to do that. But we figured out that the last episode that we will record for 2019 before our two weeks off, our two-week break will be episode 200. Ooh. What? I know. And so I think we're going to do an Ask Us Anything um, for that because that way I don't have to really think about anything. This this week's topic, I I did not sleep very well last night. (laughs) I... We listened to a, a meditative app thing, a sleep meditation thing. Sleep meditation. And we listened to the same one most nights. Every once in a while we mix it up. And her voice is really soothing. And I can usually yeah. like zone out and drift off while she's speaking. We, I got to the very end through the music. The music stopped. It's like 30, 45 minutes from start to finish with the music and everything. The like music that's supposed to help you go to sleep. Um, and so I... I was awake that whole time and I was thinking about this week's topic. So I think that right before our break on episode 200, I will, I will give myself a break and just let other people ask us questions. But yeah, that's coming. Are you trying to, if you go walk in front of the camera. I, I know, I'm trying to stretch. Oh, you're stretching because these fire, okay, so podcast listeners, you can't see it. We sit in front of the fireplace to record these. We should call them fireside chats. They are hell on the back for both of us and the knees and the hips. Um, so we are looking forward to when we buy a new house, having an office and a place to sit. Um, what do I have? Um, um, let's see. Um, wow, I was going to say something and I lost it, y'all. I'm glad y'all don't mind just watching, watching my wheels spin. Um, there's not really been a lot going on. Oh, I did say we had a lot. We we did have several things going on, but they weren't us. It was everybody around us. So I've got a family member who has been in the hospital since Friday. She's mostly fine. I mean, it's a medical condition that sent her there, but she's not like on death's door. She's not critical. It's like a huge precaution to keep her as healthy as possible. Um, and I didn't, her husband's with her, so I, I'm not being a caretaker, but I guess it stressed me out more than I realized. Um, my family is very, very, very small. If my mother, my aunt, and I were not married, it would be literally just the three of us. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's been going on. Uh, I'm worried about the kids because I'm always worried about the kids. I'm not sure that they have adjusted as well to this change as I had hoped they had. So i got to work on that. Um, I need to set some 2020 goals and I have not done that yet. (laughs) Um, I'm mostly looking forward to Thanksgiving because I'm going to cook some keto sides and eat some turkey and be happy, but I have to stop and make time to make sure that I know what recipes I'm making and I get the um groceries i need for it like we have our basic staple groceries but not our thanksgiving 
that's that one spice you only use that one time a year kind of ingredients. Uh, are you going to walk in front of the camera or are you going to stand off camera? I'm going to stand off camera and watch you. Are you going to heckle me? Yeah. Don't heckle me, please. <laughs> please don't heckle me. Please don't heckle me. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Um, CDC is, has got the hookup for everybody in the live stream chat, but for everybody else... <laughs> You made coffee scoops yes. as requested from last yes. week. Yes, they are I, on our your shop now. Yeah, they're on the shop, and um, yeah, a little shame, shameless self promotion here. Why not? Why not? You made five. I have five of them. And if they all sell, then you'll make more. <laughs> and if they don't sell, they don't sell. But um, it's like it's, you could like pl play a musical instrument. Yeah. that. Um, number of different different woods: bird's eye maple, olive wood. Uh, honey locust, They're, mahogany, Bacote. Like so yeah, whole whole bunch of different coffee scoops and up on the website. Speaking of, and I will add a link to the description box for video watchers and in the show notes for podcast listeners if you're interested. And I finally used this our, our coffee scoop for myself today. Yes. It's not cold here, y'all. I know it's not cold, but I got chilled straight to the bones. Like, I could not warm up. Um, I got cold and just stayed that way. I made myself a hot coffee. This is my first hot coffee of the season. It was not as satisfying as my iced coffee. And yes, for the people who don't know yet, it, it can be snowing and I will still drink an iced coffee. How do I know this? Because when we went to London a couple years ago and it snowed on us. Yeah. I shocked the Starbucks every time. Like we would come in like batting snow off our head. And I was like, oh yes, I'm going to need an iced latte. <laughs> I couldn't order iced coffee because they don't know what that is over there. No. But I can order an iced latte. Um, so... Uh, oh, CDC huh? made a purchase. You need to check your website. I guess so. Um, so yeah, that um, that happened. Um, yeah. So hot coffee, iced coffee, coffee scoops. Mm -hmm. Family member in hospital, work very busy, end of year busy, which is good. I like money. The more the more people ask me to do for them, the more I can charge mm -hmm. them. Um. But I am, I'm hoping to get some downtime next week. I think the, I don't think yeah. I'm going to do a lot of blogging next week, like on the Loving BDSM website or even Smut Lancer. I think I'm going to mostly just do the podcast next week and then just take the week off. Yeah. See, for me, next week is going to kind of pretty much be business as usual, um, except for Thursday, obviously. Thursday? Oh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Day, yeah. <laughs> Somebody remind me on Thanksgiving Day. That, that's what I was talking about. I was talking about going to the grocery store. Right. Y'all, I'm but, not even um, listening to myself, so I don't blame you if you tune me out. So, um, yeah, I, I'm going to be be working pretty much, and it's going to be nice in a way. I'm, I'm still planning, even though this one wants to sleep in because kids will be home from school. I'll still be getting up regular yeah, time. Yeah, you go out in the shop and work. I, I go out in the shop, and, and I don't have to stop my day to go fetch kids. True. So I, I can put in a little extra time. Um, well, I, what I was going to say is that's why I sleep in. So my day starts as wonky early in the morning because I drive them to school. Yes. So when they're off, I can sleep in and actually get to work earlier. Yeah. Because I... See, we, we, we do the, the days and shifts. She gets the morning. She takes the kids to school. And I get the afternoon where I pick them up. Yeah. Which that's a good division yeah. of labor. <laughs> that yeah. really works. That really so, works. 
excuse me. So yeah, I'll be I'll be out in the shop uh, for the week because I'll be getting stuff ready for finalizing some stuff for the woodshed. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier when I was like, "Ooh, I don't know how our woodshed plans are going to go." So we're we can easily go for the um, market at the woodshed, the yeah. three to seven. Um, but the aunt who is currently still in the hospital <laughs> was had agreed to watch the kids overnight, and we were going to stay in Orlando overnight so we could go to the event at the whatever play party or whatever at the. Uh, Mm-hmm. shed after that and stay and not have to worry about time blah 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 and now i'm like uh she's still sick that's not yeah. gonna work so, so. We, we we're gonna have to play that by ear because we have i've put a bug in her in kayla's ear about getting a hotel we got so, credit card points so might as well use so them. yeah we can we can stay there and uh you know have a good time at both the market and at the play party afterwards. Mm-hmm. But so, not if the responsible adult is not in a good enough yeah. state to watch But them. then again, if they were to stay at their house, you know, especially the oldest, they could be of they, help. They could. I would hope that they would be of help anyway. Yeah. However, <laughs> I am just... Yeah, being realistic I, that it I know might not be the politic I thing know. to yeah to do to say right. oh you there with your twice a day <laughs> IV pick line in you thing going on uh you want to babysit two kids that'd be great right. now, granted they're fourteen and ten they're not hard they can feed themselves but <laughs> right. still that's I'm not going to be that family member no. So, but asking before, before my aunt ended up getting sick and blah, 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 the asking was fun. I was like, so <laughs> <laughs> we're doing that adult market like we did yes. last year, which they watched the kids during the day for us because we didn't live here at the time. So the kids had to come. It was a thing. I was like, but we would like to stay for the adult festivities afterwards would you be willing to watch kids overnight while we do adult things and i had adult in air and quotes and she just lol'd and was like as long as our schedule's open for it i don't care so yeah so we don't know what's going to go on with that but that's you know there's a part of me that's just i'm not there was a time when if i thought this thing that i had in my head that i really wanted to do like a whole day in orlando december 7th kind of thing get a hotel, blah, 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 wasn't going to happen. I would, even though I'm understanding about why it would happen, I would basically throw a temper tantrum <laughs> in my head. Not where anybody else could see me. I didn't want to, you know, be that kind of bitch. Um, and now I'm kind of like, okay, it is, you know, it is what it is. Now I say that now and in six months something could happen and I could have a plan ruined and I could totally have a temper tantrum. I know. <laughs> it's possible. Um, so yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot. It's just mostly been work and, mm-hmm. and a little bit of shuttling people to and fro and errands. Yeah. And I just, it's been typical stuff. The p- biggest problem is we have a pile of products to review. Yeah. And we haven't had the opportunity. Opportunity to do it. And for anybody who actually cares about this kind of stuff, we are doing our annual top toys of the year mm-hmm. um i had there had been a part of me there's like oh we'll do them the week of thanksgiving that will not happen that will be hopefully the first week of december so 
our favorite toys of the year. And then, of yeah. course, if we have any coupon codes, we will share them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is coming. Uh, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, no, I, I have just been been busy as a dog with fleas out in, out in the shop. Um, going to a Woodturners Club meeting tonight. That's right. You are doing that. I'm ordering dinner because I forgot to do to plan for dinner today so i have to, i'm gonna order dinner i love bite squad by the way yeah. <laughs> i adore it <laughs> i think it's funny that we move yes to, to ocala where everything is is a huge sprawl as opposed to pinellas county where we live well and it wasn't available there but yet here here's the problem it was not available in the teeny tiny little town where we lived yeah but but it wasn't the next town over and we were a mile from the border of that next town over but they did not come into our and so I couldn't use any of these services, but in Ocala, they're like, shit, if you're willing to wait an hour for a burger, we'll bring it to you. And I'm like, yeah. yes, I yeah. want to wait an hour. Uh, CDC um, asked if there have been any product recalls on any of the toys we've reviewed. Not um, that I have no, heard. No. Not that I have heard. Um, if anybody ever does hear about one, feel free to let me know. Mm-hmm. Um, I have. We have gotten uh, a lot pickier about who we work with and the products we try yes um i know there was one and i don't think it was one i had tried we had tried before but it was a it was a company we had tried before and a narrows um they did a voluntary recall Mm -hmm. it wasn't a safety recall i think it was like a problem with a function or something that's the only recall i know of okay and that that was voluntary um, but yeah, if you ever come across one and you're like, hey, if you do, you, is this a toy that you ever tried? You know, just let me know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, we have not heard of anything. And and like you say, we've tried at this point to narrow down who we work Very with that picky. that we know they have quality products. You know, that's that's something that's very important to us uh, because we we you know just like we talk about how. With our DS life, we like to to build a community, whether it's online, whether it's it's in person, you know, a local community. We want the same type of thing with the companies and products that we represent. Mm-hmm. And that was a really cool thing with um, this week's sponsor, BDSMcontracts.org. Use code LOVINGBDSM. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the conversation <laughs> I had back and forth with the person who owns that company and does this, and I mean, it was like... It was like talking to a real person. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm now in a position in what I do online where I get a lot of spam from that stuff. And it's always like, dear, insert name. I love your site, insert website address. I would love to work with you. And I'm like, you have not told me what your product is. You haven't told me. I don't even know who you are. Like, you don't even sound like a human. You, It's a, it's a template that's mm-hmm. being used without over and over again. And it's, I'm just like, mm. So, and um, earlier on, I don't know if you caught this, but I did, and that's why I marked down. Kitten had asked in the chat if we do like one on one where we answer questions. So, there are two answers to that. You are always welcome to send an email or a DM. I have had both of us have had to get really slow about answering those Mm -hmm. because there's only some much bandwidth to go around there's a lot more y'all than there is of us um if you are a kinky patron we bump you to the top of the list you will if even if i can't answer it you'll at least get as soon as i see a question you'll get something back in response 
Um, we are debating whether we make consultations um, a part of our Patreon next year. Wherefore, not a cheap amount, um, mm -hmm. not overly expensive, but for you know a high tier, um, you could get a one-on-one -on -one with us to ask your questions, to talk about what's going on and get some advice, whatever. Um, but right now it's a feel free to send an email, but I do not guarantee a response yeah. anymore. And some of what I sometimes do is um, take a question if, and if I can generalize it for a larger audience, I'll answer the question minus identifying exactly. uh, yeah. details for a blog post or a podcast mm -hmm. episode. Um, and I, we do that a lot more now too because yeah. uh, I love the fact that people respond well enough to us and feel enough affinity and trust for us that and, they are willing comfort, to yeah. yeah like share the deepest secrets and details of their life. Um, but it each almost every email I get takes me thirty to forty five minutes to respond. If I don't have a link to send you, where I go, hey, we have actually talked about this here here's a thing um and i had to kind of stop i just couldn't do it as much it, it was hard to keep up with it was it know. was and that's not something even if we ever do get somebody to help us i'm yeah. not gonna pawn that off on somebody else no. either um so we have had to figure out you know how to handle that and so there are times i let them i let messages go unread and like email inbox god i'm awful about looking at instagram dms um, or fat life. I just let them sit there. And then when I know I'm having mm -hmm. a good day and I'm like, Whoa, I don't have, I don't have a lot of pressing things. I got the right energy for it. And then I go in and I'll start answering them to the best of my abilities. Um, and that, that can take me a few hours sometimes. Depend. It depends on how many yeah. I get. And it comes in cycles. I can go a month and maybe get one or two and then go a week and get like yeah. 20. Yeah. And I always feel bad that I can't respond the way we could two or three years ago. Um, I know, but so that is a very long-winded answer to that mm -hmm. question because I carry a lot of guilt around about that. <laughs> not I, enough, not enough kinky therapist hashtag. Jennifer. No, there's yeah, no. <laughs> Although we do, we have in the past recommended and continue to recommend for uh, U.S. people in the U.S. the National Coalition of Sexual Freedom website ncsf.org. I, be, I believe, but if you just Google National Coalition of Sexual Freedom. They have a kink aware professional section of their yes. site. And that's not just therapists, although that's where I found my therapist. Um, you can find real estate agents, you can find accountants, you can find all doctors kinds doctors and right. yeah, all you know so, all kinds of um we have um I try to encourage professionals that I meet from time to time, like, are you on that site? Please get on that site. Um and uh people who want to work with somebody who's kink aware, kink friendly, kinky themselves um to go there and look for if you need professional help um because whatever you get from us ain't gonna be professional it's gonna be one yeah. or two people's personal opinions and viewpoints yeah. not the same as professional help now just real quick getting back to the to the question things um you know we have our patrons that do ask us a lot of questions and yeah we we do get back to them mm -hmm. as quickly as possible yeah i feel guilty if i make somebody wait yeah. two or three days but even they sometimes wait two or three i days. know and you know with the with the questions we receive in other places whether it's email fet you know what we'll what we try to do because we cannot keep up with with the questions 
Um, you know, eventually they, like you say, they may end up as an episode. Right. And part of that, um, we have found, and maybe we need to do it a little bit more publicly too on these kinds of episodes. For our patrons, we do a, a live Q&A every month. So True. they can ask about us and we, we answer all kinds of personal questions mm-hmm. if we feel comfortable, but they can ask about, I mean, I've had people go, this is the situation in my relationship. How would you recommend handling it? And sometimes I give very empathetic <laughs> advice and sometimes <laughs> I go all like, I don't know mom on you and i'm like look <laughs> sometimes that relationship just can't work you know <laughs> i don't know how helpful yeah. that is but it depends on me um so yeah i you know it, it's hard because i it's a lot of it takes a lot of energy to process what people tell us and then to come up to give an answer that is um hopefully helpful and still kind and empathetic yeah. Um, but there are times where I wish like I could just spend more time doing that, but that is not the life we lead. So we do it in these ways Mm -hmm. so that hopefully, um, we help more people at one time. Right. Um, Lord, let's see. I think that's it. I think we're just rambling now. I mean, we, y'all know we could talk for a long time and i will go ahead i will go ahead and like yes i know you pointed at me podcast <laughs> listeners you can't see that but of course he's pointing at me um i will go ahead and just say it that episode 200 that live stream on the wednesday before uh the wednesday before we go on our two-week holiday break that's gonna be a long one it just is because we have a lot of coffee for that one. Oh yeah we'll have to keep like some <laughs> in reserve <laughs> off screen um but I, yeah, because one, you know, when I we go away for any length of time, I like can't shut up because I know I'm gonna miss everybody. And yeah. two, if if we end up getting a lot of questions, I'm gonna answer as as many as I feel comfortable answering. Like if there's a question, like somebody asks a really like inappropriately personal question, I get to have boundaries. I get to go and answer it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a part of me that wants to do an old YouTube tag the thing of assumptions. But I already know what some of the assumptions are. <laughs> and also, I tell y'all almost everything. What assumptions could there be? I don't know. But I, we will do an Ask Us Anything mm-hmm. for that one. Jennifer wanted to know, have a goal of setting up a chat room for 2020. Uh, I have. We have to talk about that as well. And yeah. I have thought about that. And I am open to it. But also, I think it will be for patrons. True, And not... Not because I, you know, want to create a paywall for everything, but because I want something that I feel like we can wrap our arms around and yeah. actually have time and energy and whatever for. Um, that's where I'm leaning right now. Mm-hmm. My mind could be changed. There could be something that changes yeah. my mind and I go, okay, no, it can be open to whoever wants it. Because um, when we tried to have a membership site two, two years ago, was it two years ago? Was it three years ago? When we tried to do that, we had a, a chat space. And um, you didn't have to be a paid member to get access then. I don't know. I'm Right now, that's where I'm leaning is making yeah. it patrons only. But my mind can be changed, I think. I don't know. Yeah, we, we, we will very shortly, as a matter of fact, we're going to talk to you about this at some point very shortly. Um, we're, you know, coming up on the holidays normally we will, uh, set a date night mm-hmm. where Kayla and I will go out just the two of us and 
have a dinner and we will kind of like a business meeting. We haven't had a business and, meeting uh, in a while. We'll uh, talk about the things that we're looking forward to doing, we want to do, or thinking about doing, and mm -hmm. you know, see which ones cut the mustard and how we're going to achieve it. Right, because if we, the more we add, that means we have to give something up somewhere. Right. I mean, it just means we have to stop doing something else, and mm -hmm. I don't know what that would be at this point. So yeah, I have I have thoughts. I have things I want us to do. Yeah. Um. I've said it before, but since we were talking about goals, sure, I'll say it at an hour and a half when most people aren't going to get to the very end. That's okay. Sure, it's a huge revelation. Um, my big, big, big-ass goal is to be one of those people who the our income comes in from our efforts as Loving BDSM, as the Smut Lancer, as Kayla Lords, as John Brownstone. So from the shops, right. from Patreon, from sponsorships and brand deals, mm -hmm. from products we sell, from... Like, that's ultimately eventually it's like i want to be a youtuber but way more than a youtuber <laughs> um like a content creator who makes that's where the income comes from because then i can control you know uh what content i make and what deadline i'm on and then i can focus on y'all uh more than i focus on individual clients and i can do you know if i shift or change things it's because it just that's what I want to do. That's the yeah. big ass goal, but I cannot put a date on that because uh, we have to chip away at it day by day. We have to be good enough that people are like, yeah, yeah, I'll buy their product. Yeah, I'll become a patron. Yeah, I'm a business. I'll sponsor an episode. Like we have to be good enough for that, and we have to be we have to provide enough valuable content and information and just value in general, and we have to reach enough people. And it's a it's a long term thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why that's my goal, but it is very important to me that that become a reality eventually and a little bit closer to it than we were before. Mm. Um, but the, the thing is we have to, we have to continue to be being worthy of the income that we are privileged enough to earn from this endeavor right now. And then we have to improve upon that and we have to reach more people and a lot of things. So when we set a new goal, when we add a new task or set a new short-term goal to reach our long-term goal, we have to have the bandwidth for that. Yeah. We just do. Because I don't want to sacrifice any good things we're doing now. Yeah, no. For other things. No. But I also don't want to keep doing crap that we're not doing very well when we could be doing other things and offering mm. more value to people who want it. Yep, yep. And that's my business lecture for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, right. uh, so on that, note, on that note, we are gonna go. Yeah. I haven't even had lunch yet. No, and I'm gonna fetch a kid in a little bit. Yeah, I got work to do. Yeah, I want to stay here and chat though. I do. I have I have dreams of one day literally sitting around tables with coffee or yeah. caffeinated beverage of your choice in hand and just fucking chatting. I know, but we're not. All right. we're, we're working on it. Yes. Okay. All right. Love you guys. Love you. Thank you so Thank much for, you. for the time you spend with us. And, and making it to the bitter end. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. I know. I feel like there should be like a a phrase or a word that we stick at the end and then we get people to like comment or tweet at us or whatever. And that's like proof that they made it to the bitter end. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I, I Y'all know I get crazy with the ideas sometimes. Okay. Um, anyway. Yep. So that is, yeah, yeah. we have, really do have to go now. I've yes. got to stop stalling. You've yes, got to you stop do. stalling. You've been stalling? I know. Not All right, everybody. We love you. <laughs> we love Thank you. you.
Bye. Bye.